The way we consume and share news today it is largely rooted in social media outlets. The reason why it's crucial to look at what's being discussed online. For our daily social media minute, we're joined by Yerika. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, this news uh, covered all of my social media yesterday. And if you don't recognize his name immediately, maybe when we review his legacy, he'll come to mind. Uh, the first story is a passing of a veteran actor, Piani Bong. That's right. Uh, he passed away at the age of 81. <clears throat> he died on Monday uh, after complications related to a return of uh, pancreatic cancer. Uh, he had uh, this cancer before. He had been treated, but um, unfortunately, he passed away. Uh, his acting career, I mean, given his age, you can assume spans decades. He's, I think, most famous for being kind of the Pungjino clan. I mean, yeah. the director is best known for bringing back some of his favorites, mm-hmm. and he appeared in several of Pungjino's films. That's right. Um, you know, today I would like to talk a little bit about his legacy, okay. his career that spans decades. Uh, he was born in Changson in Cholanamdo province. Uh, he started work at an unspecified time uh, in live theater, actually, Ah. before uh, he became a voice actor for uh, NBC in 1966. Mm. Uh, His work in television in the 1980s and 1990s included The First Republic in 1981, The Joseon Dynasty 500 Years in 1985, and The Legendary Doctor, Hojun, in 1999. The thing is, I I think there is a certain checklist that defines an actor's actor, and the prerequisite is you have to have your background in theater. And then it's bonus points if you actually have voice acting yeah. um, hand in hand yeah. but he's been a household name um, but I think his breakout film to this <clears> date <throat> must be one of Bong Joon-ho's that's right um, his uh, first breakout film role came uh, much later actually mm. in 2000 uh, with the movie Planta Sege or A Higher Animal mm. by director Bong Joon-ho Uh, He had significant roles in uh, three other films by the same director, uh, the cultish movie uh, Memories of Murder, Sarine Chuok in 2003, uh, the 2006 Khan presentation and box office hit The Host Mm. or Kwemul and Okja in 2017. Uh, This film actually marked Netflix film production debut here in South Korea. Uh, It also appeared at the Khan Film Festival. Mm. Now, uh, Pyeonghi Bong uh, he picked up awards for Best Supporting Actor for his role in The Host. Uh, a couple of them, actually. One at the Asia-Pacific Film Festival and uh, South Korea's Blue Dragon Awards. Uh, he was uh, voted the most popular actor in the television category at the 21st Peksang Arts Awards for his role in the Joseon Dynasty 500 Years. This was back in 1985. So you can see his popularity yeah. spans decades, right? I think to be voted most popular is significant <laughs> for any actor because it means you have that the public's not just attention but approval yeah. and that's a big one at the Peksang Arts Awards yes. the 21st years back he was known as a character actor and supporting actor he's widely recognized with his huge body of TV works active career that ran 
deep into his 70s, right? That's right. Um, he was a season regular in uh, the 2003 miniseries uh, on NBC, something about 1%. My girlfriend is a kumihu uh, back in 2010. And Grandpa's Over Flowers investigation team, which uh, has been remade a lot. Yeah. And it ran from 2014 to 2015. Um, in 2020, uh, he was awarded the Unguan Order of Cultural Merit in recognition of his contribution mm. to uh, South Korea's pop culture. A life well lived. Yep. Uh, his legacy, I think, precedes this conversation. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. Let's turn our attention to our second uh, buzzword of the day. So I had a chance to talk to our culture analyst about how we're lacking venues. Hence, mm-hmm. Taylor Swift is not stopping by in Seoul. Coldplay yeah. is not stopping by in Seoul. And that's a bummer because I think some of these major acts that are based in Hollywood, they have such a big fan base here, yeah. and, which means we need more venues. That's right. We need more venues. And Seoul City <laughs> is uh, going to build a mega venue actually, mm. that is uh, slated to be completed in by 2031, okay. a few years away now. Mm. But uh, yeah, Seoul City government is going to build the world's second domed baseball stadium annexed with a hotel in Tamshil. Uh, so this <laughs> amazing plan was revealed by Seoul Mayor Oh Se-hoon mm-hmm, mm-hmm. over the weekend, actually, after he toured Toronto's Rogers Center, mm. uh, which is a multi-purpose retractable roof stadium. Mm. It's famously home to the Toronto Blue Jays. <laughs> and yeah, it's an exciting plan. He wants to recreate it essentially That's in right. Korea. I just assume that we had more dome stadiums in the world. <laughs> Second in the world. Yeah, and this is a, it's going to be huge, actually. Uh, how many people will hold? We'll get to in just a moment. Yep. Uh, does this mean that the current Tamshir baseball stadium is going to be demolished? Because yes. the problem is the Tamshir Olympic stadiums mm-hmm. are on a break due to renovations, and that's what's leaving a void in the concert schedules. Yes, yeah, so the Tamshir baseball stadium is going to be demolished under this plan at the end of the 2025 pro baseball season mm. to break ground in 2026. Okay. Uh, The city's goal is to build a stadium large enough to accommodate more than 30,000 spectators. Uh, It's going to be equipped with a concourse connecting to the grandstand, as well as a range of premium seats as well. (laughs) There's going to be a skybox, a family zone, field boxes, and of course there's off-season as well. Mm. During off-season, the stadium is going to be utilized as a venue for large-scale music concerts, you Mm. mentioned Coldplay and Taylor Swift <laughs> or other public events. And the thing is, it has to come from initial design because a problem with the World Cup Stadium right now in Sangam mm. is that we have to protect the grass. And if it was initially built as a multi-purpose yep. arena at the time they didn't mm-hmm. consider that, then we could utilize it more. That's right. All right. What caught our attention is that the new stadium is going to be attached <laughs> to a hotel, which means that if it rains, maybe you don't have to get caught in the rain. <laughs> exactly. So the city plans to have a 300-room hotel hotel attached to the stadium and 120 of those so that's like one third of the rooms are going to be overlooking the arena so you'll be lying in your bed and watching a game. I, okay, how do you feel about that? I mean, I'm not a big baseball <laughs> fan, so I'm not quite sure if that's exciting. I'm down. I, I don't, for me, that's just distracting. As a non-baseball fan, that is. <laughs> <laughs> All 
okay, but the idea is really cool because yeah. you're overlooking something really uh-huh. exciting. And if if 120 out of 300 rooms can have access to yeah, it, I mean, exactly. it sounds like a perk for the hotel. Again, uh, this idea it was benchmarked. Uh, you know, some of the arenas mm. of uh, the rooms at Toronto Marriott City Center Hotel is okay. attached to the Rogers Center as well. So mm. that's where this idea uh, came from. So the stadium, if it is developed as planned, it's going to become the world's second sports arena attached to a hotel. It just sounds like an exciting idea. <laughs> Let's see if it comes into fruition. I mean, the plan is massive. Yep. It would take years and That's years right. before we get there. In the meantime, no Tay-Tay for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was really upset because I was very excited. Yeah. You know, another country chance. was really upset. I think it was Canada. Really? Yeah, Canada said, Taylor Swift, why aren't you coming to, you know... <laughs> us and considering that her home base is pretty close exactly and again i think one of the reasons was the lack of venue ah yeah it has to be able to safely see right. a certain amount of spectators yep. and there tens you of thousands it. preferably so canada apparently you need more <laughs> venues too yep all right on to our final story today soul to host an inaugural pet festival i'm just glad that we're trying to at least mimic a more <laughs> pet friendly city yeah that's right so there's going to be a, a very first festival uh, for pets and pet owners. It's going to take place here in Seoul on October 8th at uh, World Cup Park's Peace Park. Now, this festival is going to feature a wide range of events. Uh, the most anticipated sounds a lot of fun. It's called a fashion run for pets. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm just imagining you and Bagel taking part in this. Owners are going to walk their pets uh, five kilometers along Hanilgowan uh, in matching colored clothing <laughs> or accessories. Just Dog. the thought, it just makes me chuckle. It's adorable for humans. Dogs are colorblind. They barely seen black yeah. and white I think it's for the enjoyment of humans I think it's definitely yeah. for the humans and from an animal's perspective maybe this is cruel Bagel would hate it oh, but really? I think for a photo op this sounds yep. exciting and Hunter Park <laughs> is one of the most beautiful spots yeah. in the city I mean it just it feels like you're in the middle of nature right. and you're so close to the yep. city do people have to sign up in advance to take part in the fashion <laughs> run you know a total of 500 teams can participate in this fashion run event 400 teams Teams are going to have to register in advance. 100 teams can reserve a spot on site on the day of the festival. So mm-hmm. if you're interested, you can register at inc.bio slash run dash pet from today until October 4th. Uh, on-site registration is going to start at 8 a.m. on the day of the festival. Again, that's October 8th. Mm-hmm. And after completing this five-kilometer walk, uh, each participating team is going to receive merch. <laughs> Merchandise like eco-friendly bags and blankets. And they can also have uh, caricatures drawn oh. of their pets and uh, have those super popular four-cut photos uh, of their pets taken. Why not? It just sounds like a fun outing. Yeah. And if there are more events like such, it would be to the great joy of yeah. many pet parents. And, uh, you know, it, it's very, it doesn't last very long, Seoul's uh, fall weather. You're right. And it's a really nice season to be out. There, we get a really short window. I think the first few weeks of October are beautiful. Yep. And then we're out. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. All right. So besides the fashion run, what other events are taking place? So uh, starting at 1 p.m., there are going to be some lectures by yeah. pet experts, including the famous dog trainer Kang Hyung-wook. Of course. And uh, celebrated vet uh, Dang-sik, mm. who is known for his cat focus 
Balanced YouTube channel. Balanced. They're going to share, yeah, <laughs> cat, dog. Um, and they're going to share their expertise. Uh, and the lectures are, you know, designed to delve into understanding and, you know, understanding and interpreting how your cats and dogs behave. Yeah, because just yeah. because you're a dog owner doesn't mean you understand cats because my neighbor's cat keeps making its way up to the front of my house. Uh-huh. And I'm not quite sure if it wants me to pet it yeah. or go the other way. So it, it's hilarious. There was a recent YouTube uh, video that Kang hyung uh uploaded uh-huh. on his uh, YouTube channel. Um, and uh, he was at a cafe uh-huh. and uh, there's a cat. You uh-huh. know, I, I'm not sure if it's a cat cafe or the cat is owned by the owner of the cafe. But uh, he saw the cat. He's like, he, he, he's like, oh, look, a cat. He's, he's, <laughs> he's not familiar with uh, cats. He, he loves dogs. <laughs> but so he, he, the, the cat actually jumped onto the table where he was sitting at. Oh. And uh, he asked the owner, so c- can, can they roll over? Can I, can I ask the cat to roll over? Wait. <laughs> Wait, can they? No, they can't. <laughs> okay. You know, and he's like, "Do you take your cat out for a walk?" And the owner's like, "No, cats don't go for walks." Can you put it on a leash? Yeah, you can put it on a leash, but uh, you can't exactly guide the cat to go where you want the cat to go uh, because they okay. go wherever they want to go. Okay, basically. so I learn something new every day. And in case you're like me, or even Kang Young you can go to the lectures. And in case you want to register to compete in the fashion yeah. run, uh, ink.bio slash run dash pat is where you can sign up. Thank yep. you so much, Erica. Pleasure as always. See you tomorrow. See you tomorrow. If you're listening to our program using the podcast service, just a reminder that we do go live Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Korea Standard Time. So tune in and help us make the show more informative by giving us your input. See you bright and early on Good Morning Seoul.